Dave Gentry, C.W. Greer on DWS, and Judge David Bernthal with us this morning. Judge, how are you, sir? Well, I'm great, but I'm tired. <laughs> I had a, had a mediation yesterday oh. down in Decatur, and we went eight straight hours Ooh. without really without a break. I'm, I'm I got to get in better shape to, to do that. <laughs> now it, it was tough case and uh, it, it turned out okay and but uh, I was pretty well worn out by the time I got home. I know I would be sitting still that long and uh, yeah talking listening yeah exactly <laughs> trying to think on your feet it's kind of good, good prep <laughs> yeah. for this morning. It yeah. is it is at that the trying to think on your feet part <laughs> yeah presents a challenge every day I think the thinker and the feet are both wearing out I don't know. <laughs> but, but I'm, so, I'm, I'm not letting the old man in i'm fighting him all i can all right now, how often do you do this um somebody asked me that yesterday and it, it there's no real pattern to it i i tell people i do it enough to keep rust from forming on my brain and, sure and to keep contact with the profession but not so much that I can't enjoy an occasional round of golf. Well, that's a good thing there. Yeah, that's perfect. And I'll tell you, the Zoom, uh, you know, that has blossomed during the pandemic, that's really helpful. Because we had yesterday, we had uh, about half the, the participants were by Zoom from uh, Chicago, Peoria, and the other half were, were in the uh, office there in Decatur. And... You know, that part worked very, it's easy. I can even do it, you know. <laughs> I learned how to move people into to the, you know, their breakout rooms and everything. It was exciting. Do you do these in a regular courtroom or where do you do these? Well, th- yesterday was in a law office. I've actually done them from my office here. And sometimes I've actually done them from uh, my home office down in Scottsdale during the, during the winter months. Okay. Well, uh, we've got the January 6th committee firing up again today. Do you think we're going to see anything from from this stuff? Do you think they'll bring charges on anybody at this point, or well, what do you think is going to happen? I, I don't. I think the committee will continue to slog through, and they may reach some conclusions. But as far as anybody being charged with something, they can't do that. That's a that's the executive branch has to do that. The U.S. attorney would have to, Department of Justice would have to file charges or a state prosecutor. But you know that was a bad day in our history. But I you know it's the whole thing is not in the top five of my concerns about what's going on in the world. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean they shouldn't look into it. But I some of it I'm pretty confident is political theater and let's make sure that uh you know we keep that stirred up and maybe it'll take people's attention off the fact that gas is five bucks a gallon (laughs) and you know you can't get diapers we literally uh my wife went to the store while we were in arizona because we have a friend who had a had a baby and was having trouble we bought diapers and shipped them to her i mean that's how crazy it it can get well, uh, it seems to be right now, like the Justice Department, for example, started leaning on the committee last week and saying, oh, we've got to have these these people here. We need all the information you have on all these people. And I thought, oh, wait a minute, why doesn't the Justice Department do their job 
instead of hassling the committee? Well, you know, I think that's a really good question. <laughs> I've thought from time to time, you know, where's the department? If you're really serious and you think some law has been violated, why don't we get the Department of Justice to do the investigation? You know, a congressional committee sure. to do that kind of a detailed investigation uh, it raises that question in my mind as well. Plus, that committee, you know, if I'm getting my facts right, it's hard in today's world to get facts <laughs> right. Yeah, that's Let's right. Face it. Um, not appointed in the customary fashion. It's my understanding traditionally the Republicans pick their people and the Democrats mm -hmm. pick theirs. It didn't happen that way. I think um, the Speaker picked everybody. And I think that a lot of the Republican leadership saying, well, you're not even a legitimate committee for that reason. So now they right. can fight about that, too. <laughs> well, if they're so illegitimate, I don't understand why the Justice Department needs all these witnesses, like, right now. Right but, like, now. wait so a they're, minute. They're interested. Well, you know, you've got a lot of resources uh, available to you in the Department of Justice. Sure. And with no disrespect to members of Congress, their investigators in the various agencies are a little more experienced and have well, more yeah. expertise in investigating than members of Congress. That's what I thought to begin with. I thought, well, wait a minute. They've probably already looked at all this stuff. One, you would think one so. One would expect that, yeah. given the nature of what happened. But uh, that's why I question the, the, or what's the real motivation. Well, I don't question it. I, I, I pretty have, well have my theory on the motivation sure. for, the, for the committee. And I think it's interesting that it doesn't really seem to be hurting Trump that much. Even though a lot of things are coming out, he's still making appearances. People are still showing up at his rallies. I mean, to me, the whole thing's kind of amazing how it's going, the direction it, it's going. It is. And, I, you know, I think there are the people who are loyal to President Trump won't be shaken. And, and uh, the Democrats, uh, or those who, and including those who uh, don't like him, uh, mm -hmm. probably won't be shaken. Mm -hmm. The folks in the middle that probably determine outcomes of elections, that remains to be seen. Right. But yeah, I, I, I agree. He's still on the stump, and I, I think I heard him uh, this morning uh, on the news talking about, well, he's still saying how the election was rigged and, you know, fraud and well, what gets me about Still after it. former President Trump, mm -hmm. when he yeah. ran in 2016, they kept bringing up all this stuff that he had done in the past, which I'm sure was all true, but none of it stuck to him. Right. No. No, he, yeah, None exactly. of it did. And what was funny is they'd get mad about that, and they'd bring up something else. They'd go, well, this will really get him. And they're like, no, yeah. it's not. I remember saying if somebody, if any other candidate in my mind, in my memory, had had that kind of stuff thrown out, they'd be they'd have to quit the race. And it, it just yeah. didn't. It just no. was like Teflon, you know, it just rolled off. Uh, they fight, you know, remember the deal with uh, Billy Bush? And right. the, the video of, of them and mm -hmm. Trump said something inappropriate, and Billy laughed. Billy got fired, and Trump got elected president. Right. Yeah. Oh, make, that, uh, makes really no figure. sense. Yeah. And that's the way it rolls with Trump, yeah. and it still is, still, apparently. Still among the, the loyalists. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, he's endorsing candidates, and some are doing well, and some, some right. aren't. And, but his influence— you cannot ignore. And I thought that was interesting, too, that the candidates that have aligned themselves with him, 
they're still aligning themselves. There's no body backing away. I think that's very interesting too. It is. It's it just it's not a conventional type of election once again because exactly. people yeah. still want that Trump endorsement because they're looking at the numbers and they're still able to capitalize mm-hmm. if on they that. They didn't think it would help them. They w- they would be avoiding the mention of his name. So they obviously think that's a boost in their particular state or or congressional district. And like a lot of stuff I saw in 2016, I find that whole thing unbelievable. Yeah. You know, we've got a president at this point, they drug him up on impeachment charges twice, (laughs) twice, mind you, (laughs) once after he was out of office, right? and they still can't do anything to him. And they're not going to give up. No. You know, because they're afraid he's going to come back and they're going to do everything they can to prevent that. Well, judging from what we've seen from this January 6th committee, they're bringing it out and they're saying, hey, here's what happened then. And then this person called him and that they've got a pretty good uh, record of it now. But nothing has changed. Nobody says they're not going to vote for Trump next time due to all the terrible things we saw from the January 6th commission. I don't think it makes much difference. It doesn't seem to. We'll Mm -hmm. see if they come up with something more shocking, but it doesn't seem to, which, you know, gets me back to my earlier point. They can do as they please, but I really would like to see a little more effort on things that uh, that's that impact me maybe sure. I'm being selfish well no but I the, don't you think know so. the southern border is a is a tremendous issue and people in Arizona people in Texas uh, uh, it's a big deal there and you know what are we doing about that mm, it doesn't appear much. to be much <laughs> does be, not now no no not now and probably won't till after the election I don't uh, think I think you're probably right I think you're probably right. What about gun laws, Judge? I mean, I know we've only got a couple minutes here, but, you know, two weeks ago they come out and said, we we think we've arrived at something. We're both sides, and now we've heard nothing Mm -hmm. about it. So that's such a a tricky issue because the vast majority of people who own firearms aren't going to go out and shoot their neighbors or go to a school or Mm -hmm. go to the church or go to the mall and shoot Mm -hmm. people. And they they want to have their firearms for hunting or for going to the range or personal protection, some combination. So, you know, we don't want to overreact and just, you know, leave people with legitimate law-abiding gun owners that the government's coming to take away their their firearms. But, but clearly, I mean, every day you wake up, there's another shooting, D.C., Champaign, mm-hmm. you name it. There's another shooting, and the guns don't leave home on their own, and, right. and you know mm-hmm. go somewhere and start shooting without. It's a it's a conduct of people, which across the board has deteriorated in my mind. But um, there are some surely some things that can be done that that are kind of compromises that that uh, restrict access to say say a young, why does a young person under 21 need an assault rifle. I mean, some mm-hmm. would say, why does anybody need an assault rifle? But that's not my point. Mm-hmm. Some restrictions I think people could live with, mm-hmm. should be able to live with. 
but it's that's a that's a hard one. Well, yes. when they get together and they say, "Well, we're going to do this and that. We're going to write all this down, and we're going to have it proposed," and, and nothing happens. And nothing happens. It. You're you're right. It's like, well, what what was all that about? I yeah. thought you had a deal. Mm-hmm. Well, down in Uvalde, Texas, it's a border town. They had three or four different police forces involved there. And it looks like the cops got there in record time. They were there in like 15, 20 minutes Mm -hmm. of being called, but yet they stood around for an hour. It doesn't appear to me that anyone was in overall charge of that. I think that's exactly right. You know, there's a line from an old movie, what we have here is a failure to communicate. And I think that applies there. When there's some report that that the chief of the school police, which mm-hmm. is a, that's a new thing for me. I, I didn't know that was a thing, yeah. you know, school mm-hmm. police, but that he showed up and didn't have a radio so that, you know, he was kind of out of the loop, which really is bizarre. Mm-hmm. But that's, yeah, the more we learn about that, the more you cringe and think, okay, you're there and you're ready and you don't move because nobody was, there's no command structure that was communicating. That's really scary. Well, they've done everything they can to cut off communication with the press, and you know how they react to that kind of thing. Yes, so they don't, uh, they don't like uh, that. Mm-hmm. Been pretty that's, wild. that's just going to cause them to, to uh, probe more and report more, and including report that they're not talking. <laughs> yeah. All right, Judge. Hey, thanks for your time this morning. We sure Always appreciate good. it. Always good to see you. Take care.